0: International.
1: Save room for movies. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. is this thing on (laughs) (laughs) welcome to
0: hey movie connoisseurs i hope you saved room for movies because we have a great and filling show for you as always, I am Brett Garbage Island Dorman. And I am Courtney
1: Hippity Hop Peterson. <laughs> uh, today we're going to be, uh, be what
0: movie are we going to be reviewing?
1: Um, we're going to be reviewing uh 2004 movie, Lady Killers.
0: Not the 1955.
1: 1955.
0: Did you do any kind of research onto what that movie is about? Because I did not. Yeah, well, I had planning.
1: I had seen the original Lady oh. Killers in ni- the nineteen fifty five one, and I loved that. That was like a, a really amazing movie. Like the main character Alec Guinness is like really he was like. uh He's a, he's a great actor and he did a right. lot of like those British comedies like those dark ones um, so I saw that and I loved it so I was like excited uh, about this one and you had never seen this one I had like I said I had saw it once like okay. briefly in college and like okay. all those film nerds were like this is terrible but then I watched it again and I was like boo yeah it's it's going going a they're <laughs> gonna <rain." laughs> all right.
0: alright well before we get into the Cohen Brothers version of this we're gonna have to do some appetizers mm-hmm. for you kind of get started on a little white snack Yeah. And well, then, um after the movie we'll do some dessert sounds
1: good what what do you have for an appetizer this week
0: oh i'm so glad you asked have you ever seen hbo's hit show the wire
1: uh yeah
0: do you think it's a good show
1: yeah it's a great show it's a great show it's such a great
0: show i had never i mean i can't really recommend the wire as like a light snack to warm up (laughs) but i had never seen this show Mm-hmm. and my brother who has three kids texted me one day and all we text about is movies mm-hmm. we never text about each other's well being or family <laughs> or kid. I don't have any kids but we never text about anything quote unquote important he's always just like Uh, hey Idris Elba's a badass and I'm like yep pretty much (laughs) and he's like you ever see The Wire I'm like nope he's like you should
1: (laughs) that's kind Uh, of my brother too where I was like have you seen this yep you listen (laughs) to this yeah it's pretty good yeah we spend
0: way too much we spend more time talking about Idris Elba than we do any family member. You guys are big. He's part of the family. He's part of our family. Mm, um, she was part of my family, too. So I think this show is amazing. I, I'm basically just adding on to the hype train. Anything you've heard about The Wire, I'm not talking to the people who've seen The Wire. You already know The Wire is great. If you're like me and you waited to watch it, don't wait any longer. This yeah. show is fantastic. It's just going to get
1: more and more outdated, too, the more you wait. <laughs> yeah, and I try,
0: go, I try to go a little slow because yeah. the binginess is...
1: How you, how long did you take to watch it? I
0: watched the first three pretty quick and then I took like a month off and watched four and then I took a little bit off and watched five. Five is not a great season.
1: Did you have a favorite season? Um, I agree, by the way.
0: I don't. No. Maybe, I don't know. I'd have to go. But I think the doc season was pretty good. I liked
1: that one, too. A lot of people didn't like the yeah. second season, but like I really did like that one a lot. And yeah. I kind of like the education. I really liked the education. Yeah, I like that one, too. I think was four. Yes. Yeah.
0: A, and, but, uh, yes, it's a good show. What do you have for appetizer?
1: Yeah, well, for my appetizer, uh, this... Um, uh, last few days i've been watching entire season eight of rupaul's drag race um which is amazing highly recommend <laughs> if you're into reality shows and uh dr- drag queens it's great have you ever seen rupaul's drag race before i've seen
0: a little bit here and there in passing my mom has watched it and my girlfriend watches it yeah. and it's a silly little show.
1: It's a silly little show. I mean, I also think RuPaul's like a goddess of the world, right? So amazing. Every time I hear an interview with RuPaul or something, they, she always says the most profound, amazing things. I love her. So I don't really have anything else. I did not watch anything <laughs> good necessarily. Just a lot of garbage. It's it's Maybe, not garbage. But, but. So we
0: both picked shows about people fighting in arguing with each other a lot of in-house fighting and arguing
1: can definitely see a lot of comparison between the wire and rupaul's drag race i think that's a good a
0: lot of squabbling yeah we're pretty much like pretty leveled i think with our
1: choices (laughs)
0: um well speaking of which do you have anything to tie in last week's movie of miller's (laughs) crossing in with this week's movie
1: okay I had the hardest time finding any connections between Lady Killers and Miller's Crossing because so I was like thinking about it, like the two are totally different I didn't see like any of the same characters really um, or any of the same actors in it uh, the only thing I could see that was like similar in any way it was this like, like same thing with the coen brothers with any movie it's like very hyper focused like on location so it was very like louisiana focused and then i did notice there was some women uh hitting men in it so that was the only connection like there was a lot right. of like women hitting men in the face uh what, did you find any by any chance yeah well miller's crossing is
0: like a period piece yeah kind of right and this movie's kind
1: of yeah, a period piece almost. Mm, yeah, I could of tell in the beginning. I was like, "What time period it's, is this?"
0: It's every time period. Yeah, and yet it's no time period. <laughs> um, I also think it places heavy em- uh, emphasis on dialogue. Just in terms of Miller's Crossing had that kind of double speak gangster thing going on, and mm-hmm. here Tom Hanks's entire character is basically one giant joke of. D- a highly educated Frasier type mm-hmm. who is... I do declare or whatever. down, yeah, to
1: everyone. <laughs> Somebody um, compared him to Colonel Sanders, and I was like, yes.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, hidden motivations. A lot of characters have hidden motivations, which comes out later in the movie. And uh, it's kind of like, this movie's a heist movie. Miller's Crossing is kind of almost a heist-ish it has similar kind of qualities as, like, yeah. a heist, like, a con man movie. Like, both of these are con men movies, sure. to a degree.
1: Yeah, and there's, like, double-crossing and stuff like that. And yeah. both, I guess, in a way. So, did
0: you... This is one of the big firsts of this podcast. We're only three episodes in. <gasps> and we've already got a remake. Wow. Did you want to say anything off the start about remakes in general cuz that's a big topic. If you got a movie podcast, you got to tackle remakes. <laughs> yeah, of course. You definitely got
1: to tackle. Got to have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> got to put it out there. Well, for yeah. For everyone to judge. <laughs> Well, I was wondering, like, why they chose... Because this... I mean, as far as I know, I don't really know if they did any other remakes of Cohen Brothers. They did True Grit. Okay, yeah. True Grit. Uh, yeah, that's very true. And that was, like, a really good one. But that came, like... Yeah. 15 years after that. And I think remake. that's one of the ones where you can say, like, True Grit was probably... Like, that remake was probably better than the original, maybe? Mm, arguably?
0: Uh, good thing my dad doesn't listen to this <laughs> podcast. Well. <laughs> boy.
1: I don't know. But uh, this one... But yeah, I mean, they did a remake. I don't know how what they how they came about that or if it was some kind of thing like I didn't it it seemed like they made this film for like a mainstream like in theaters type of thing and it didn't really work that well in my opinion but um uh but yeah I think um I'm glad that they did it I mean I'm glad that they picked that one it seems like a perfect remake for the Coen brothers because it's like a dark comedy and they can like they have like these really strong characters in it um but yeah I don't know what do you what, what about you what do you think about it
0: I mean, I've never seen the original, so my, I don't, I I don't know. Yeah. I I just don't know. Like, I think that remakes obviously should, I don't think any movie is sacred when it comes to remakes. Yeah. And yet there's a lot of movies that if they were going to do it, I'd be like, "Mm, I don't know
1: about (laughs) that.
0: Like, I think the. So many
1: remakes too lately, like it's becoming such a hot thing. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, if you take a movie and you add a different. Like
0: as long as you're going for something different, yeah. Like you can't you can't just take a movie and do it better because then you're like, well, eh, what? like. But if you take a movie, uh, like last week I had recommended The Crazies, and so that's fresh on my mind. But sure. like if you take The Crazies, which is a movie about a couple small town people, and the military comes in, and the original movie focuses heavily on the military. Yeah. The remake pretty much puts all that in the background. Like, okay, so they focus more on the people. Like, okay, so you're going to take one aspect and make that an entire movie.
1: Yeah, for sure. Do you have any, like, other, like, remake or films that you were either disappointed in or loved as far as, like, remakes are concerned?
0: Well, I think one of the ultimate remakes is John Carpenter's The Thing.
1: Oh, yeah. So...
0: The Thing from Another World came out, and that was more of like a Frankenstein type, oh, I'm just going to lumber along. And so John Carpenter took the the original short story and focused more on that idea. So The the Thing is actually like a whole different thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And it's, it's this paranoid type alien movie. Yeah. But then the two, I don't know what year it came out, but like, let's just say 2011. Yeah. I don't know. But then the 2011 version came out, and that was like, well... It was technically a prequel, but it pretty much was a remake because they just called it the thing. And it pretty much hits beat for beat every single plot point of the orig- or of John Carpenter's version. And I'm just like, if so the original movie back in the 50s had this very like, oh, no, otherworldly visitors are going to come down. And it's like all about this external threat and these people trying to fight that and stop that. Then John Carpenter's one is all about this internal threat. So, like, the new the newer version has to have something different. Like, what if instead of the alien, because now we mm-hmm. have CGI and yeah. all this other stuff. Like, the original movie is highly regarded as one of the best examples of, of like, practical effects. Mm-hmm. So, now we have CGI. Obviously, we're going to use the CGI. What if instead of trying to make a movie that was just doing practical effects but cgi versiony what if you did a whole movie where like this alien who can transform into different monsters has been all over the universe what if he just starts transforming or she starts transforming into all these different creatures that we've never seen before and it's like more of an action thrill and then at the end of the movie the alien the thing goes oh crap, I can't beat these humans through sheer force. Yeah. What if next time I try to play it sneaky? <laughs> and then it leads into John Carpenter's The Thing, because it doesn't make sense that this alien just automatically starts doing sneaky version. You, he can transform into anything.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So, that that's my... That's a I good think one. The Thing is, like, a good example of both good and bad.
1: Yeah, that's, that's I like that. That's a good one.
0: Do you have a specific one that... Well,
1: the, the only remakes that I keep thinking about that I'm, like, uh, you know, that everyone's all in a tizzy about, obviously, like, the those like those classics from like when you were a kid like karate kid or ghostbusters and those ones like those ones um i actually loved the most recent uh, ghostbusters that with the all-female cast i thought that was really really yeah. good i <laughs> uh, hated the karate kid remake i, I don't like
0: think that. i ever saw that one
1: oh no with the uh, uh, jackie chan and yeah,
0: J- Jaden Smith. What's
1: the other Jayden, one? Jaden Jenga Smith. Jenga Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jaden Smith. Um, and then like uh, one similar to this one would be, I guess, like Ocean's Eleven is another one. Yeah, that was remade in the nineteen sixties sometime with the original Rat Pack, and they made it again in two thousand one, I think. And I loved Ocean Ocean's yeah, Eleven. The original not that great yeah
0: i Let mean you me- make oh great yeah, so great so great <laughs> um but do you want to get into Lady Killers? Yeah, let's get into it. All right, so we start off with some gospel music because yeah. the Coens, as with any movie, they kind of have this musical theme running through. So we got the gospel music, and then we go into the sheriff station. Right, get a nice little opening scene. Sheriff is uh, sleeping, sleeping, sleeping on the job, mm-hmm. and uh, what? I don't have any of the characters' names. <laughs> do you know any? So the the main black lady comes in, and she is all up in a. T- about the hippity hop music
1: left my wallet and el Segundo. what is that why did they pick that song I, to like go i've never
0: heard of that song yeah I, I might be out of the loop when it comes to hippity hop music <laughs> but uh I, i've never heard of that song yeah. or i didn't know if that was like a real thing
1: Yeah, or... it's a real
0: song all right but that also really threw me for a loop because automatically we're in this very quaint small town like 50s type setting yeah and she's talking about and like she, a quote-unquote current song exactly yeah and you so it's very jarring yeah
1: you're thrown off you're like why is she Whoa. talking about that pop- but the
0: whole movie is that yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so she's all upset so that kind of sets up the fact that she visits the cops a lot and she mm-hmm. complains a lot and
1: she's like a very she's the moral you know crux of the movie you know right. she's always she's very much very religious very much like wants to do the right thing yes and so you kind of see that from the very beginning that she's like wants everything to be you know proper and church going and yeah and you can't
0: let it slip a little bit you can't let that temptation slip even just a little bit Cause next thing you know you're going to be playing that hippity hop music <laughs> super loud uh but then she goes home and uh she's talking to her dead husband her the the painting on the wall very very funny painting oh yeah that guy it, like, like it's like got this <laughs> this this It's like
1: doofy looking man.
0: <laughs> but it's also got this like Michael Myers type mask effect or like Iron Man's mask effect where like under a different lighting and shot from a different angle, like it kind of can be played off as a different... Yeah. Thing. Like, it looks either imposing or it looks silly.
1: It's like the kind where you, like, you can imagine, like, when you move in different parts of the room, the eyes are following you, that kind of... Yes,
0: I could even imagine, like, a set of eyes behind it, like, (laughs) Scooby-Doo style.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Blink, blink. Maybe... Her husband is actually the cat
0: I, mean, Ooh, kind of I like this fan theory um so yeah but then tom hanks shows up right away right yep. and he lets the cat out very mm-hmm. funny scene because he does not let that cat out no. she opens the door and the cat and she, if you have a cat yeah you, one of the first things of like owning a cat is basically anytime someone is coming into your house you have to go where's the cat yeah don't let the cat out yeah she not a good cat owner <laughs> not really the cat just does whatever it seems, wants yeah the cat seems to, to be fine outside <laughs> so I don't know why it's a, a big deal but the destructive thing she threatens to call the cops and yeah. that sends Tom Hanks shimmying up that tree mm-hmm. to get that cat that darn cat <laughs> the uh, hissing
1: at him obviously showing that he's a bad character or he's a yes. bad man because the cat doesn't like him at all is hissing and all that
0: yes because anytime cause I almost uh, running with the theme I almost picked um, like a devilish type He's kind
1: of the devil. I in was this like wondering. Movie. I'm like, well, how is he going to bring devil. the devil into this? He is. He's he's he is. the temptation character, mm-hmm. a
0: little um, snakey. But the branch breaks, She's- so we got some little slapsticky physical comedy. But basically, Tom Hanks wants to rent the room, right? But in renting the room, he's not just renting a room; he's renting an entire basement,
1: right? Because he, he gets- has he plays it off like, oh, I have this church this band thing is, what is it roco oh, the, yeah. the roco the, well we <laughs> I don't even know how we talk but, it's but he gets very
0: excited about the dirt
1: yeah <laughs> i love that scene character. where he's like whoop 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 <laughs> he's just like going like whoop, whoop. i was like Cause that sounds like ace ventura to me or something
0: <laughs> that's what we got to start doing to uh to get our acoustics
1: in <laughs> <and
0: check>. <laughs> <laughs> yep uh But um, yeah, when he says, like, I can uh, I can scarcely contain my glee and she's like, oh, you seem to be doing okay." Like, it's (laughs) a very this movie is very funny. It is. And yet I feel like the Coen brothers, because they're so good. And I mean, this isn't a good movie. (laughs) Right. But I'm a Coen Brothers apologist, so I will say that they the one thing they do better than anything else is writing different characters from different points of view.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? We've yeah, already seen true. that with the movies that we've had, but this movie is basically every character does not no one character sounds like another right mm-hmm. so this movie is more of an exercise and sometimes exercises can be good sometimes they're just like eh, i don't know if i need it to actually see that but um yeah i feel like th- under the uh, under the coen brothers voice this movie is very funny technically but under their direction it's too like I don't. I don't know how much of this movie was improvised versus not improvised, and how much they kind of.
1: Do you think that allowed... they would allow imp- improv in a lot of their movies? See, that's what I don't know.
0: Like, I don't. I hesitate to make the judgment, but if you were to put a gun up to my head and say, "Was this movie improvised or not?" Yeah. I'd say, "Like, no." I'd probably pretty much guess that most of it was written. Well, but I feel like a movie like this, you kind of have to let the actors live in the space and breathe, and
1: yeah, because like you have two, five like very strong. Like, uh, different characters, you put them in a room, and you can just be like, oh, well, let them go. Let them go at it. And it's just going to be funny no right. matter what, kind of. Yeah. And it is funny. Yeah. I think it's funny. I laughed a lot. I, I, I realize it's not a great movie, but I right. laughed a, quite a bit. Well, I laughed a little bit.
0: But uh, <laughs> then we have one of the most interesting sequences of the whole movie, which is the getting the team together right? sequence. I mean, you never see Tom Hanks... Near any of these characters, but we have five wildly different intro scenes. Yeah. Or four different intro scenes. And those were so
1: interesting. Each each different story. I was like, oh, that's the best part. Yeah.
0: You've got uh, the casino, mm-hmm. and you've got uh, uh, Marlon Wayans is like. Talking to this guy and there's this security guard who's just a mess of a human yeah. being and he's, he's like, look just,
1: at you, you're just crazy and you a fat piece of shit. And he's <laughs> just laughing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And the boss comes in and that guy's a real character himself. Real character. But I love how even the small things,
0: like even though this movie isn't good like there's a lot of setup and payoff right from the beginning yeah put into this like the fact that the guy's laughing comes back later when the guy makes a fart joke and it just totally you know (laughs) sidesteps everything so we have the dog commercial oh yeah i mean i could have just watched jk
1: simmons all day (laughs) yeah he's one of the better characters in this whole movie and he's so funny like he's so funny throughout the whole thing with this whole like ibf or what ibs thing like i was like oh my god yeah and i'm just
0: putting the the gas mask on the dog on the <laughs> bull they let the
1: dog uh, just <laughs> die
0: but it's so like i don't like it when animals die in movies but <laughs> that was pretty
1: funny, <laughs> it was just funny. The little bulldog with the
0: gas mask on. and bruce campbell bruce campbell
1: oh yeah, well, yeah campbell. Was i was hoping he'd come back but yeah he no he <laughs> he just had like one like confused look and that was the <laughs> only part in the whole movie uh we've got the football sequence which was really interesting yeah i like that from the perspective of inside the helmet yeah <laughs> and like,
0: like uh, 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 not characteristic of a coen brother movie it's like a little flashy little yeah cool. and then we have the chinese store robbery that is the
1: best one yeah. i thought it i love it cool.
0: <laughs> pretty, with his fingers all the way up his yeah, nose and
1: is, fingers are way up my fucking nose
0: <laughs> they are way up like that's not an exaggeration they are way up his nose and i like the whole thing of like i'm gonna count to three you know, yeah. and then like in counting to th- to three, he keeps describing how he's gonna count to three. Yeah. But wait,
1: he, I said I'm gonna count to three. You got? I'm gonna I'm gonna count one. I'm gonna count two.
0: <laughs> like he's describing how he's gonna do it, and in the process of like, it's just it's very funny. Yeah, it was a great scene. But this had me thinking: if you had to assemble your own heist team mm. using different movie characters,
1: yeah, yeah, who would you? How would what would your team look like? Yeah. Okay, I
0: loved this question yeah i uh, stole from your question last time
1: okay that's okay <laughs> it was a good, <laughs> it's, a good question. it's a good question i love this uh, team assembly i think that's yeah, definitely a, great, a theme we have <laughs> i hope so <laughs> um okay so here are my five that i would go on a heist with um my first one is uh tom hagan uh from the godfather played by robert duvall okay okay very loyal very smart i he'd be perfect for a heist yes
0: he's the best character in that yeah, movie. i think so too hands down
1: i love his consigli yes <laughs> need to have one of those need a consigliere yeah <laughs> i don't know how to pronounce that uh the next one is uh john nash from a beautiful mind needs someone super smart right okay i don't know if i really want him to like come in and be like that. Like, I want him to, like, plan it out. He'd be one of
0: the guys in the van. <laughs> in the van. To right.
1: But then I picked Michelle Rodriguez from Fast and Furious because she would be the one that would drive. Yes. Okay. So, we need someone fast, need we need a badass, driver. and she's also amazing.
0: She can drive anything. Anything. So... Even planes and attack helicopters.
1: Yeah. So, escape route, that's Michelle Rodriguez's job. Uh, my fourth one is Samwise Gamgee from Lord of the Rings. Uh, okay. Another loyal character. He yeah. would take the fall probably if things went right, sour because he's so nice and like he's not going to oh. get away very he's you know a little weak but yeah. we need to have but a, he's got the heart got the heart he yeah you need not like the a muscle yeah right 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 um and then the fifth one i have is tank from the matrix gotta have a hacker somebody that can do yeah. all computer stuff so that was the reason why i picked those uh, and then i'm obviously the muscle so right. <laughs> in this group Obvi- i was obviously, wondering yeah where, i'm the muscle yeah. so okay Okay. What about I like you?
0: It. I like it. <laughs> well I didn't I, I think it's interesting how our lists vary. Um, I picked kind of like um, a consigliere type character. I picked a, like a point man. Mm-hmm. You know, like an in Inception, uh, JGL is like the point man. He basically is your go-to guy for anything you need done at any given time. Yeah. So I picked Walter Neff from Double Indemnity. Okay. He's a guy who, like uh, Tom from Miller's Crossing, he is unflappable. Mm-hmm. You know? You throw any
1: situation, and he's just going to get it done. Unfazed and gets it done. done. Cool. Uh,
0: For like my face, or like my, <laughs> my have you ever heard of that? No. My my seductress, I picked Breathless Mahoney from Dick Tracy, Madonna. Wow. Have you ever seen Dick Tracy? Yes. It's a A silly little movie, but there's a scene where Dick Tracy is threatening Madonna to bring her back to the station, and he's (laughs) like, I'll bring you to the station and sweat you out under the lights. And she goes, I sweat a lot better in the dark. Like, (laughs) oh, that's... (laughs) That's awesome.
1: Ooh. She can seduce anyone. And I don't
0: want to, like, ruin the movie or anything, but she's also, like, got a little bit of danger to her. Okay. So So. you
1: need, like, a, you need someone to, like, seduce people in your house. Yeah. Of course. Seduction is, yeah, I guess that is fine. Seduction is very key. For my
0: muscle, (laughs) I picked mad dog from the raid
1: oh so he's this
0: tiny little indonesian man who i think the the actor who plays him is yuyan ruhian don't know if i'm pronouncing that right but he was like in the indonesian secret service for like nine years or something and he's a very dangerous man but he's very tiny so he's very unassuming but if you've ever seen the raid movie Mm -hmm. you know he's the most awesome characters in those movies so My tech guy, I picked a mixture of Harry Cowell and Edward Lyle, basically Gene Hackman in The Conversation, and Enemy of the State. So I was thinking of a Matrix person, but I I went more old school.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, it depends on the kind of... And I'm trying to get in the system.
0: Yeah. I'm just trying to work around the system. <laughs> okay, that's good. Old-fashioned. And then for my leader, because I'm I'm not going to lead this thing. I'm a, I am can't even figure out what I'm going to have for dinner. You know what I mean? I can't plan <laughs> yeah. a heist. Uh, I picked Ellen Ripley from Alien, um, specifically like the first Alien, right? I thought about her, too. Because she is like, she's the one who will set up the rules. She's like, no, we need to have the quarantine in place. I'm going to leave these people outside because we have rules to follow. But... In Aliens, she protects Newt. So she's not, like, completely careless. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: She's... She's... Cutting with the
0: heart. Yes. <laughs> so that's my, I think we both approached yeah. this pretty differently. A little little bleed over in terms yeah. of different roles, but I didn't pick a getaway driver. So I thought that was
1: interesting. Oh, yeah. I didn't
0: even think about it.
1: You got to have a getaway. We're going uh, oh. <laughs> <Just laughs> to walk.
0: We're going to walk away. Just get dummy. Take the, the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, taking the bus. So our, it'd be like uh, Tom Cruise in Jack Reacher when oh. he gets on the bus and that guy hands him his hat.
1: Oh, yeah. It's just <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh yeah so now we have the whole gang together mm-hmm. right so we have the opening credits which shows us this like very picturesque version of this like garbage island
1: thing yeah i love that keeps it so coming like, back a, a
0: thing the thing that keeps coming back in con brother movies is this repeated image or this repeated line of dialogue so yeah yeah but they set up the plan right so their plan what's their plan
1: Um, Well, their plan is to rob the casino and do it through the tunnel of Marva's home, right? Yeah. And then...
0: That's It's a very Bugs Bunny-esque plan. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're digging a tunnel.
1: Yeah, they're digging a tunnel to get to the casino, and then they plan to rob it. So they have an inside person, Marlon Wayne's character. Um, he works in the casino, so he gives them the lowdown, and then they start planning it out while they're still trying to pretend like they're a mus- band playing music in the basement. So many times, Marva will come in
0: and interrupt them, and she gets into some fights with Marlon Wayans, which is funny. <laughs> I know it's like a cute little. <laughs> it's very. It's like harmless violence. This yeah. whole movie is filled with harmless violence. Even though towards the end, people start dropping like
1: flies. Yeah, and which that was like, unexpected. And their relationship like goes to you know like it's very it's it's nice how it builds up to the end where it's like oh okay and so he loses her eventually because like he reminds her of his mom. And, right. It's and that's a weird scene again. A very well crafted story. Yeah just not not a great movie that interesting (laughs) yeah (laughs) so
0: um yeah i mean ultimately yeah there's a
1: little bit of uh Yeah, the repeated repeated, uh, lines, like, what are some of the ones that you saw in there? Because the only one that I keep, like, hearing in my head was, it's the easiest thing in the world, the easiest thing in the world. Like, that I heard so many times. Well, we're about to get to it, but... So then we go to the casino, right? And uh,
0: Marlon Wayans has to get fired. Right. Because that's... Because of the booty scene. A a kink in the plan. But, (laughs) yeah, it's a very funny scene where Marlon Wayans just won't stop harassing this woman and he is (laughs) fired for it and he's trying his best to bluff his way back into the job but Steven Root plays he's very good at playing just a despicable boss although he's not in the wrong
1: what else was he in is he in is he from office space is that the stapler yes. guy okay i was wondering i was i couldn't tell if that was him or not and uh, he was just in some other movie i can't remember mm. he's in a bunch of movies yeah he's a famous actor <laughs> i shouldn't realize that
0: um yes but uh the the whole thank you thing with uh you know when he says like i i'm uh, I'm never going to come back here again or whatever. And Stephen Root is like, thank you. Like, it's, just, it's a very funny little tie, uh, end to the scene. But then we get probably what was the biggest selling point of the scene in terms of all the advertisements that I can remember. And that's the <laughs> Waffle Hut. Yes. It's kind of the Waffle Hut. Uh, I wouldn't say like the big set piece of the movie, but its would you say this is kind of like the defining scene of the movie almost. Yeah. It's It's got everyone together. Yeah. They're arguing. Tom Hanks says waffles. (laughs) It's (laughs) like, it's, it's, this scene is pretty much what the whole movie is, which is just like a a mess of ideas that you can laugh at, but ultimately yeah (laughs) you're like
1: what are they doing (laughs) the the (laughs) The look
0: the waitress gives is pretty much the look i had watching the whole movie like
1: what (laughs) what are you talking
0: about look at these weirdos eating waffles uh and that's when we get the part of you brought your bitch to the waffle hut oh yeah that was like a repeated line They basically he just says that over and over and over and over (laughs) and then the way he holds the gun when he brings the gun out he's like his elbow is above of his hand which is like <laughs> cocked over his head and he's holding the gun almost like upside down but which almost makes it scarier because this character is off the like you don't unpredictable. know what, unpredictable for sure crazy it, like yeah. if someone just held a gun at me i'd be like okay you're whatever Would but you really are you- <laughs> if i was a character in a movie okay. yes i would be <laughs> okay i would not be phased by that but if a character's like holding it super crazy i would uh, i would hesitate
1: yeah because it's like going down, and I don't know how that would even hit you. Just go right down. I,
0: I don't know. But the the big thing, though, is like when Tom Hanks orders waffles, it takes him like two minutes to order waffles, and he <laughs> has to do it in the most roundabout way. <laughs> yes. So
1: I think Tom Hanks is basically...
0: Like, the glue that's trying to hold this movie together.
1: Oh, for sure. Him and Marva, too, those two, I mean, those are everything about this movie. But him, him he's trying to like, hold the group together. He's such the plan a strong together.
0: personality. Yeah. Tom Hanks, like, the, the actor. Did
1: you find him distracting at all in the movie? Only because it's Tom Hanks. Yeah. And
0: the whole time, you're just watching it going yeah tom hanks of course he can do this but it never like i never saw that he really got lost in the role
1: yeah it always
0: was like okay here's tom hanks doing a character
1: surface level kind of displaying the. if you um like thinking about that character like i think that they made a great choice casting him but like if you could like could you see anybody else being able to play that character i could okay who would you i don't know if he was alive at this point
0: yeah but the person that i settled on ultimately was phil hartman
1: whoa whoa actually that's interesting because i feel like he would be somebody that's more um probably on par with alec guinness from the 1955 one because he's like so good he plays go. subtleties so well yes like that and his-
0: he's a he obviously he has a very comedic sort of strong comedic background but like yeah. he's a character that anytime you see him on snl He's totally whether he's a side character or the main character, he's totally enveloped comedically speaking. Totally he's immersed. just rhythmically a character.
1: Yeah, that's He uncool, knows all right?
0: the beats. Like I felt like Tom Hanks didn't didn't have that comedic rhythm mm-hmm. that maybe Phil Hartman
1: yeah would have had yeah, but tom
0: hanks obviously is great i'm not saying anything bad about it i
1: just want to think about all the movies now that i could put phil hartman in and he would make it so much better you know what i mean yeah he's, yeah <laughs>
0: yeah He's great how about you did you have
1: yeah well i wanted to go like kind of more outrageous like i feel like tom hanks is a good job but he you know right. he, he's such a good blend of like you know being kind of funny but also like he's a great serious actor i wanted to pick somebody who's super outrageous so i, I toned it down yeah i would have you toned it way up. yeah i wanted to pick nicholas cage I thought Nicholas Cage would be a great character for that too.
0: All right, <laughs> you don't <All> agree? Right. <laughs> I mean, he's worked with the Goen brothers. Yeah, that's true. Right? So yeah, that's true. That he's got that going for him.
1: Yeah, and I think I, I don't know. The only thing is that I don't know if he's like at, he wouldn't be as charming. Like I don't think he could like nobody. No old lady's going to be like, yeah, you can yeah. rent my room, Nicholas <laughs> Cage. <laughs> so that's the only thing. But I just want to see it. Like I just wanted to see him in that character and see him kind of. Uh, Before I went
0: low energy i was thinking high energy too and i th- i did run my mind over nick cage but then i i leapfrogged nick cage and almost picked jim carrey
1: but i was Ooh. like that is, that was that is a
0: stupid idea like, oh, that is a <laughs> <stupid> idea. <laughs> that's a, yeah that's exactly t- he would he would bring that kind of like yeah he could make a scene of just making noises funny for the whole yeah minutes yeah at a time.
1: you could just hear him talk and do that
0: accent forever uh, but then we also get the scene where at the, the end of this movie has um, the muscle of the movie. L- what was his name?
1: Lutz or something? Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, why don't we just bribe the guy? Did you like how he talked? They made him just seem so dumb. Yeah, he is dumb. But well, yeah, um, yeah. Like, I mean, he was okay. I mean, it was definitely a different character. I mean, it was just hard to listen to him though, because you're like, he's. A it's, dude. I wonder if that's like
0: a a common thing like i think they were definitely drawing on like you know 30s 40s type like in yeah like a
1: brute from the
0: yeah but have you ever read do you read books at all corny sometimes sometimes i don't read biographies i don't read but but one of the books that i have read was pulp by charles bukowski have you read that no it's my favorite book and yes, in the, the audio, audio version, seems like- <laughs> yes, it's the only book I've ever read. And so it's my favorite. Yeah, great. It's, oh, it's a batshit insane book. It's, yeah. v- it's a Poor very Bukowski. easy read. Uh, but in the audio version, the guy who does all the muscle, like he, he does all the voices, but anytime he does like the muscle, which in the book is described as being very dumb and oafish, he makes that same choice. That he sounds ooh, like exactly, caveman type of. Yeah. Uh, what do you want me to do, boss? <laughs> like
1: he sounds <laughs> yeah, dumb. Like a, type, uh, yeah. like a Tweedledum dumb type of or yeah like you know his big circle woo. <laughs> <laughs> um but then we we go back to
0: another scene between anytime it's just Marva and and Tom Hanks. It's oh. like that basically is the movie.
1: Yeah, because you can really see him like actually like doing like you know being really effective and like you know kind of uh, yeah. tricking her or her charming her into like believing his bullshit. Uh,
0: we get a scene where he basically sets up that he's like a huge Edgar Allan Poe enthusiast, mm-hmm. which maybe kind of hints at the fact that like he's playing someone else, like Edgar Allan Poe, mostly known for his horror stuff, but in here he's playing off Edgar Allan Poe is like a great literature romanticist yeah and uh i don't know uh i mean so he gets her a present to get her out of the house and uh then we have this very bizarre scene where the cop shows up to the house oh
1: right and then he like has like he like is like is so scared and goes and he can't under any circumstance be seen
0: by the cop yeah so he hides under the bed but marva really wants to show this guy her new friend and she's just laughing like she's so yeah she he she goes up and she notices under the bed and he's under the bed and she's talking to him and the cop is like i I gotta gotta go. go this is stupid why wouldn't that trigger <laughs> this is a bizarre... Like, this whole scene is bizarre. But
1: the cops in general, like, they just don't care about...
0: <laughs> yeah, we only see him kind of three times. Yeah, and every and,
1: time they're just not doing their right. job.
0: <laughs> it, it's the rule of threes, where the first time they just don't care. Yeah. And the second time, he's just like, she's crazy. Like, it. I mean, again, this sets up the fact that the Coens can tell a story. But it just... <laughs> I don't think it worked for it me. Was so it was so hokey and so kind of weird. Yeah. I agree. Uh, a comedic misfire. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
1: put it Tom that Hanks way. Tom Hanks under the bed. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> uh,
0: but then we get to the scene where he's trying to get her out of the house. Mm-hmm. Got his friend with her. He's schmoozing him up. And the friend, all, the, all of her friends completely fall for it. Mm-hmm. Right? But... Very charmed. Then we have the scene where jk simmons i keep wanting to say jk Rowling. <laughs> so we have the scene where the wizard writer uh, is talking about the explosives and he stacks them on top of each other and he's like as long as there's no force and he, he blows up the house <laughs> and again there's a scene where she wants to leave the car but he's telling her no and yeah. he like i, I laughed yeah at him running back into the house because his, his running is very exaggerated <laughs>
1: well he doesn't seem to like know how to like you can tell like that's where of like, all these cracks in his plan right. you know he like doesn't know how to handle under pressure like what to do and those kinds yes. of situations but
0: it also was very funny because marlon wayne comes running up and he's like there's a lot of blood and then <laughs> and then jk simmons comes up and he's just missing one pinky <laughs> but like there's blood everywhere <laughs> yeah it's again so exaggerated i just don't like it's a funny scene it's a and he sells it jk simmons he, uh, if okay, anybody like, can do it I, why are you I so just disappointed i'm, I'm just dis- i don't know i feel like i i feel like i should have been laughing maybe you need to see this with a crowd why don't you redo it oh maybe i will <laughs> you know See what if you could do any better than coen brothers I'm just if you could remake any movie do you have one off the top of your head I, could- I know I, i've thought about this question
1: a lot oh my god no I'm- i
0: would remake critters
1: Critters. Oh, I love
0: that movie so much. And I think there's a lot of potential there to, again, in a very, like, the crazies esque way. I would take it in a much different direction. Interesting. We'll have to review Critters at some point. At some point. We'll... Man, I wish the Coens worked on the Critters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, I don't know. I didn't, I'd remake uh, um, Singing in the Rain. All right. Didn't they just do that? Isn't it called didn't... La La Land? Oh <laughs> I guess so. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I guess they <I> did. <laughs> but this scene had me thinking the the character hurts himself through his own hubris. Right. Is there another scene that jumps out automatically where a character accidentally hurts themselves or hurts someone else?
1: It's such a classic it's for a classic. any any comedy. So you go to like really any kind of like big movie uh, comedy, like, you know, anything with Ben Stiller essentially. is like right. he accidentally hurts himself and meets the parents or like Home Alone or something where all the bad guys are just hurting themselves. That's not an accident.
0: That's yeah. Macaulay Culkin planning that shit.
1: Yeah, that's true, but. Well, I guess I guess okay. Then he's a, he's the mastermind. That's true. Of that accent. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, any like I get you. Yeah, get Ben you. Siller type of comedy or, or whatever. Yeah. What, what about you? Well, my first immediate go tos,
0: obviously. Oh man, I shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> Just <laughs> some Pulp Fiction. Like you don't see it coming. Yeah, and a man gets his entire head blown off, and it is one of the funniest things based solely on the reaction and then it sets up like this whole side quest about having to clean the car uh, and yeah. you know get, you know I, oh why didn't you wash your hands man you saw me wash my hands I seen you get them wet I did see you wash them like it's
1: <laughs> it, it, it it's a great but po- I love
0: Quentin Tarantino so much yeah
1: but that's a good one
0: I also thought of kiss kiss bang bang there's a scene where he gets uh Robert Downey Jr. gets his hand slammed in a door and his pinky falls off, and that leads to a bunch of funny stuff, also including animals and pinkies.
1: Why is the pink? Why is a pinky such a big thing? Because it's like some, it's so, so many movies.
0: That, like <laughs> yeah, and we just watched Cheap Thrills. Yeah, there's a pinky in that and one. There's a pinky in that, and also uh Four Rooms, another Tarantino endeavor. Mm-hmm. His section has someone cutting off a finger.
1: Yeah, I don't know why that seems like more like worse than anything. Like you feel like you like you watch those, you're like, lose a pinky, like that sounds awful. You lose a toe, like here's something like that sounds terrible. You know, the pinky
0: is the fun funniest one to lose yeah it's the I think a toe one, a is a funny one all right maybe but the pinky yeah but the thing that i did want to settle on was have you ever seen narc no narc is a great movie Kay. it's better than training day they both came out around the same time it was like a deep impact Who's in that one? jason patrick and ray liotta okay it was great but ray there's liotta. a scene i don't want to ruin it but there's a scene involving a character and a shotgun and how the shotgun is used to hurt the character is you don't actually get to see it. You just see the aftermath, but it's very funny and a very dark. It fits this movie. It's very dark. It's very twisted, but it is very funny and you can't be mad. Like you can't, you go, Oh, well, okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, but yeah, then we got another scene of having to synchronize the watches, which I feel is like a comedic go to that. I feel like could be in any kind of, Oh yeah, Leslie Nielsen kind of like okay, synchronize your your watches in eighteen twenty. Wait, eighteen or twenty or like you know just it's a nut. but again like I feel like if you're gonna make a movie about comedic different characters coming together like that scene is only thirty seconds. Yeah, I feel like they could have milked that out. Yeah, you're for right. much longer
1: yeah because it is such a good like it's a physical thing it's like a thing where a lot of things could go wrong right (laughs) it's like um the scene in
0: i'm gonna go i'm always gonna go to tarantino but it's like the scene in uh django unchained where they're arguing about the mass Mm -hmm. and cutting the hole like that's a five minute sequence where they're just talking about cutting holes and mass yeah and it's one of the funniest scenes of the year like that it came out it's
1: yeah they didn't have time to really draw out too much a lot of the things seemed a little mm. cut short maybe. yeah I, and again if How you're going into the movie?
0: improvised it was under two hours I think yeah. it was like an hour 40 or an hour oh, okay. 50
1: yeah so definitely made for the theater <laughs> to movie.
0: yeah um <laughs> So yeah, I feel like I mean just kind of wrapping things up. Basically, they go on they go on the the heist. Mm-hmm. Pretty much goes off without a hitch. There's a little bit of a problem where they do whatever, whatever. But they, they they get it done. They yeah they seal up the tunnel. They blow up the tunnel. There's a little bit of ooh what was that? Oh did you fart? Ha 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 ha! <laughs> yeah. And then they go back and. Um, uh, what's and what's her name catches them with all the money marva right, catches marva, them with all the money and she gives them a and she they basically have to fess up tom hanks creates a great f- first idea like he creates a great story mm-hmm. which is flawless again great writing by the cohen's she calls him out on it she's like this is ridiculous and it is yeah he brings her into the side room and he fesses up the real story, which is just as ridiculous sounding. But <laughs> then he goes like, listen, we can give money to, to the college, to what was it? The John, the John, John Brown something. College? Yeah. But to the college. And it's only one penny per person. And it's very tempting. And they even yeah. say like, this is your big temptation scene. Yeah. And she looks at the picture of that husband. He, he gives her Gets the her this mark, look. And she says, no, and then we have a whole 20 minute sequence where they're trying to kill her. <laughs> and in the yeah. process of killing her they all I like all... the poetry
1: scene too, read like it's oh. about the other women. <laughs> right. So yeah,
0: it's very funny she invites them over to she invites a whole bunch of old ladies over to hear them play music and they divert and and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but then so basically we have the scene where everyone starts killing each other off. Right, or accidentally dying. I love it uh, that was really funny it's very again it's a very bizarre but it, I also like gee, I'm like we still have 20 minutes where is this movie gonna go and yeah. like oh right now they all have to get their comeuppance
1: yeah the moral of the story is don't do bad things <laughs> Uh but those sequences happen so fast it feels like so they just like fast. die off and you're like what what, what? like yeah okay and then the, too, and then again, the movie again like if
0: you're gonna milk this for its comedic value like I feel like yeah there's maybe some
1: especially m- the general or whatever that guy like I yeah. was like like that was like a good scene but I'm like Oh oh. oh, oh, bye. Uh, and then you get the professor
0: versus Lunk <laughs> yeah. on the bridge and Lunk shoots himself and then the raven comes up and then the oh, raven yeah. knocks the thing and then he hangs so himself then he, and they then They all, all get dropped
1: in the uh, the garbage boat or whatever. And then basically,
0: uh, it was very funny though that the barge, the garbage barge had like a double barge <laughs> to fit both bodies. Like that is very classic <laughs> Coen brother type. Like yeah. they set it up the whole movie and then like how wait the thing just passed how many times is this how many times are we gonna have a garbage ship at oh right (laughs) yeah this time this time it's got two it's got two (laughs) uh but then yeah basically the end of the movie is why don't you keep the money yeah which is a very funny scene
1: it's very funny because she's like well i have it all it's just yeah like okay and it, again
0: it fits where they don't want to do the work but also mm-hmm. they don't believe her and yeah
1: yeah if you go to church sometimes you might just fall into a million dollars
0: so i feel like uh as you mentioned this movie it takes place in louisiana
1: yeah yeah do you have any other like so i i mean i love louisiana i've never visited but i always love like i love the culture i love the, i eat a lot of louisiana a lot of gator gator g- gumbo Be- beignets and, and gumbo uh do you have any other like films that like, like i set in louisiana?
0: googled movies set in louisiana and i think the only one that i had really seen was the water boy I think my favorite Louisiana movie is the Waterboy really I've seen the Big Easy once and I saw Skeleton Key which I that's the first movie that popped in my mind but that's not a good movie
1: yeah no (laughs) Waterboy is a really good one the one I thought of was uh, Beast of the Southern Wild did you ever see that I never saw it oh that was an amazing movie I love that one
0: oversight on my part (laughs)
1: that's okay I mean I've seen the Waterboy like 10 times (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but then the other thing I thought the
0: very last scene of this movie movie is the cat runs out with the pinky Mm. drops the pinky on the barge the cat basically kind of acts like this guardian angel yeah the whole movie it does do you are there any other movies that you can think of that have like a guardian angel type character in the background while another character does
1: i took this very literal <laughs> i was like i couldn't i could only really think of one i was like i was trying so hard and i was like yeah, you know ghost ghost okay <laughs> you know because the okay her uh her husband or whatever kind of guides her along and right she's got whoopee right. goldberg and
0: are, is there evil
1: ghosts in that movie or there no? are evil ghosts yeah they're movie. trying to
0: get her and he has to save her i yeah, can't at remember some that
1: point movie. somebody he's evil, on the subway, and the guys i remember that yeah scene very yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: the guys on the subway trying to teach him to kick the can yeah and but okay yeah okay. So that was guardian my, angel right.
1: Guardian, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right the movie guardian angel is the one i was thinking of <laughs> there's gotta be a movie called guardian angel did you
0: ever see a little movie what's that called beverly hills ninja <laughs> Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, I don't remember it very much. Chris Farley is a character who is sent on a mission. Uh-huh. I can't remember why, but basically he's picked as the 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 doer of the movie. He's got to go and get things done. Yeah, yeah. But the ninja clan is also like, listen, this guy's not going to get this done. So they send in Robin Cho, who was Liu Kang in Mortal Kombat? Uh-huh. And he basically is behind the scenes doing all the stuff for real. But because Chris Farley is such a klutz, he basically stumbles his way through and Im- and-, and impedes on Robin Shaw, who mm-hmm. is always getting in- hit in the face with something or whatever. And he's also stumbling. Not only is he impeding his guardian angels process he's also stumbling his way he's failing up yeah essentially he's he's a he's a lovable klutz that's
1: a very good one yeah so if you could pick a devil (laughs) (laughs) uh jk simmons man wow Uh, really what can't this guy do yeah yeah that's true well Uh, you had the question too about like talking about the cat you know like having like a little sidekick so yeah there's also this uh cat in the movie
0: this is little cat and what's if the cat's you, name pickles 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 and waffles and yeah. other food items <laughs> uh, if you could pick one animal from any movie to be your personal sidekick
1: okay oh i didn't realize there was animal from a movie specifically i said it was any animal oh, be no <laughs> that
0: wouldn't follow the theme of the show yeah but we
1: can find a movie with this animal in it I'm okay sure. well let's see okay so i was thinking about i'm like you know if, if i had a sidekick i wouldn't want a cat or a dog you right know? uh well let's see if, if there's any movie that has a porcupine
0: uh, homeward bound has a porcupine uh, okay but it's not a sidekick <laughs> he, no. he 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 Ooh. flicks spike with the needles.
1: Yeah, the Singapore porcupines are good. They're cute and dangerous and small and I would have one just in general. Yeah, you could like throw it at someone and yeah. it could like little little stick, little into stick walls, balls a spiky yeah. ball. Um actually if I could pick a sidekick from a movie then I don't know I probably pick like uh P- Pumba. <laughs> <laughs> You'd split them up, Timon and Pumba. <laughs> if I have one. All right. was <laughs> <Someone's> funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right Who well, are you? The, my character is also funny i i went with a cat or a dog i picked milo from the mask i love the mask Aww. so much and one of my favorite scenes in any movie and my favorite scene from that movie is when he's in jail and he's like get the keys come on milo get the keys oh, yeah. and milo gets the cheese and he's like not the cheese milo the keys like i feel like if i could have that moment <laughs> in everyday life Uh, oh, you would lose your mind oh my god i would be so happy uh yeah that's a great he's a great little sidekick and he's actually helpful Mm,
1: so that too and poop is very helpful
0: me and a friend had a big argument one time about whether or not animals can act you know the friend, Nick Johnson. Nick Johnson. He and I argued over whether or not animals can act. Because you know, I argued kind. that in the scene where he steals the keys and he's got to like take the keys from the, sh- from the guard and he's looking to make sure that the guard doesn't notice. All this. I'm like, that is top-notch acting.
1: Yeah, that Nick dog is, like, is present. No, <laughs> it's
0: just a person going, look over here. Look over here. Now do this thing. Now look over here. And I argue yeah. that that animal is full-on acting yeah the I animal's know method, paycheck says yeah. differently you know? i don't know what method he's using <laughs> yeah uh but he's
1: whatever he's doing it's magic it's working it is yeah homeward bound like those animals are real uh expressive yeah well yeah <laughs> that darn cat <laughs> so before we get into the movie that we're reviewing next week yeah we gotta get in our, into our dessert we gotta get into our dessert which is Some a little game we like to call tagline toss Up.
0: Yes. Actually, we call it tagline throwdown, but tagline toss-up is way better.
1: Tagline throwdown, tagline toss-up, So taglines. <laughs> it's a tagline. I'm excited about it. Yeah. This time I made them actually related to the movie, okay. which the last ones have been completely off the charts, but I tried. Some of them aren't, but I tried. Okay. This well, time. since you tried. Can I go first? Yes. Okay. Here's my first one. Okay. Uh, the tag is together forever or else. Is that Fear or Heathers?
0: Heathers.
1: No, it's Fear! No. <laughs> I don't like this game. I did, it, I did
0: a lot better when it was called Tagline Throwdown, just for the record. Okay,
1: that's my fault then. Uh, um,
0: yeah, no. Fear, is that the one with Mark Wahlberg? Mm. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen that stupid
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've never it seen Heathers, though, but I just assumed that was... I think I've seen it, I don't know. Yeah. What's the connection? Is there one? Well, just togetherness. Just togetherness. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're together forever now. They all did this thing and right. now they're all dead. Okay. So they're together forever. Or else. Yeah, you know. it right, I like it. You know, make... If they stuck together, they'd probably sell them the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a stretch, right. but I'd okay. try it.
0: I don't think I explained the rules of the game, but I figure you guys will know by the way we play it. It's fine. We're gonna pick a tagline and we have two movies we have to pick which one it is. It's easy. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, what's yours? How about this is the dumbest some of these taglines are real dumb. Waiting to be impressed? You're about to be. Waiting to be impressed. Waiting to to be impressed? You're about to be. Okay. Is that League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or The Avengers?
1: oh League of Extraordinary Gentlemen How for sure know that? I just know that. <laughs> because the Avengers came out
0: recently and no recent movie would dare have that tagline <laughs> maybe yeah. when did when did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen come out like
1: I, like, not, uh, I feel like it's, it's early late 90s Yeah, early 2000s it, like I 90s. must have
0: been post Matrix though which was 99 so but yeah. early enough 2000s where it felt 90s ish yeah what a dumb movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, like, what a dumb tagline <laughs> yeah that's a dumb t- uh, waiting to be Impressed? but the <laughs> the connection is a group of different people coming together oh. like a group of different literary type characters all have to come together
1: that's a good one yeah all right here's my next one okay the tag is they have a plan but not a clue is oh. that dumb and dumber or oh brother where art thou
0: oh, oh brother, brother where art thou <laughs> yes you're right yeah dumb and dumber they didn't even have a plan that's that's how i break down my things oh, i mean obviously Cohen brothers
1: whatever I Thought maybe you try to twi- try to twist it up twist okay it you've tricky. lost like almost everyone i've given you why are you give me shit now
0: <laughs> sometimes you get two to- in your head that's that's the meta aspect of this game yeah is okay a perfect example have you ever had a really big secret is this the movie big or the movie Splash. Have you ever had a really big
1: secret? Is it, is it big? Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought I could bluff my way
1: into Splash. She's a
0: mermaid. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a, a good, secret.
1: Yeah, I would have I gone there too. Um, um, the connection there is Tom Hanks. Oh. In case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, my connection was the obviously the Coen Brothers movie reference. Right, but, right. Yeah, that's a good one i know um here's my next one uh tagline stealing stones and breaking bones can i guess yes snatch yeah you yeah go. <laughs> there's gonna be extra bonus points if you get it without knowing it yeah i think i think that's true because uh, the last few times you try to do this yes story. and i did not get it <laughs> yeah so that was kind of proud of you yeah Brett. thank really...
0: you what was your ta- what was your connection movie uh, or your your other one the
1: town Mm, yeah right. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, was, <laughs> well, I was like what other heists or type of movie yeah. where they're violent and stealing stuff
0: but that's a good tagline yeah
1: i like that tagline it's
0: much better than waiting to be
1: impressed <laughs> You're about to be <laughs>
0: what a bold statement for league of extraordinary <laughs>
1: gentlemen.
0: here's a good one yeah sometimes dead is better is that pet cemetery or night of the living dead Mm, pet cemetery. Mm-hmm. Courtney, unflappable today.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, it's pet cemetery. Yeah, because they die and then they come back, and it's not good for anyone.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, see, I guess it is the same thing with Night of the Living Dead too. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like it made more sense for pets. But also, being dead in Night of the Living Dead is not better. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> so the connection there is the both movies have a cat oh that's a good connection yeah great my next one that was a good one actually uh a disgrace to criminals everywhere is oh the tagline do you have a guess for it no okay is it home alone oh God. <laughs> or lock stock and two smoking barrels oh God.
0: <laughs> i feel like lock stock yeah you're right yeah yeah of course because i yeah the movie's not about the bandits in home alone
1: yeah that wouldn't be the they were disgraceful for sure yes they were that's a good connection movie the criminals and very disgraceful
0: yeah Um,
1: was there a connection for that one yeah
0: for Lockstock. oh just um,
1: just you know
0: there's just rowdiness in general yeah (laughs) all right not that much of a connection here is a good one for you okay and if you're i don't know um i'm just gonna throw it out there this is i'm lobbing this one in okay but I'm hoping maybe you get it wrong because it's like that Bugs Bunny cartoon where he throws that slow ball and then he gets all three people out at the same time. Great. A Los Angeles crime saga. Is that Heat or The Godfather? Heat? Yeah. Yeah. The Godfather does not take place in LA. (laughs) At all. At all. (laughs) But But I figured it's big on location. This movie is big on location and it's a heist movie. Yeah, that's a good one. I thought I could just maybe trick you
1: no you i you, thought maybe you'd second you doubt it <laughs> yeah, No, like i was there in la i don't think <laughs> i they, don't think at all <laughs> your boy up in la <laughs> 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 i don't know how they talk in la um i don't think they talk like that uh okay my last one has nothing related i don't really have much okay, of a connection but the last one is nothing is what it seems is that Ooh. uh prestige or the illusionist which is my two favorite movies to connect all the time right
0: <laughs> another armageddon deep impact scenario there yeah uh prestige
1: or the illusionist
0: nothing is what it seems the illusionist
1: Yay, yeah, you got it have it's you seen both of, the of those movies shades. yes i have i love both of them i mean i like the prestige better
0: the illusionist is one of the worst movies i've ever seen really in my entire I life i
1: liked it Pope it's so
0: bad so
1: the prestige is a good movie Yeah, the prestige is really good
0: all right Uh, here we go all
1: right what are we doing for next i think you have them
0: all so you can go for a perfect run here okay to save his soul he must save hers is that the movie black snake moan or constantine (laughs) (laughs) black snake moan or one of my favorite movies Constantine. What's <laughs> oh,
1: the tagline again?
0: To save his soul, he must save hers.
1: I feel like uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say black snake moan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah! Black snake Of course it is. Uh yeah, that's a good guess. Constantine as much as I love it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that's not <laughs> it's about not. that, really.
0: But it kind of is. It kind of is. If you've ever seen it, you would know. Okay,
1: well, I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, so. I, I have, have seen Black Snake Mode, and he does save her. <laughs> yeah, and it's a movie about, like, music. Yeah, it's yeah, true. And, yeah. Great. Well, that was really fun.
0: Yes, although you had a question that we didn't get to that I want to cover real quick, which was, if the Coens could remake any movie... Which would they remake?
1: Uh Uh-huh. What would you have them remake? What would
0: you have them remake?
1: If I could have them remake a movie... Um, because I
0: love this question and I thought way too long about it.
1: You did really? Yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> Oh, I thought you were asking me like what uh like musical genre they should take over. Yes, but you've got to be this one. Yeah. But, well, well, right, so I'll, I'll answer your question. You answer my question how okay. about that? If I could have them take over a
0: musical So all the Cohen movies basically have very they have like a musical genre that's very heavily prevalent in their movies so my question was if they could tackle any music genre next what should it be
1: oh yeah disney classics disney classics (laughs) is the genre yeah it's a genre
0: right so would it be the actual disney songs like if the Cohen, like did you see that I didn't see the actual movie because I don't like documentaries (laughs) I'm gonna throw that out there I hate that
1: you don't like documentaries
0: I hate them I wish Uh, we could have
1: had a whole season of just documentaries that would be a terrible podcast (laughs) okay well if you do I don't know there's a genre that I hate it'd be fun if we did that sometime
0: but there's a documentary about a kid that like has autism and he relates only through Disney movies oh yeah that's right the Coens can make a movie about this kid oh
1: that's so good and they could do Disney classics as a Musical genre. I love it. It's perfect. All right, now if you could have the Cohen brothers remake a movie, what would you have them remake? So
0: you're gonna be disappointed, maybe. Is it critters? No, <laughs> okay. I would remake. Cohen's get your paws off my critters. Okay. Uh, I thought way too long and hard to come up with this movie, but Demolition Man. <laughs>
1: Actually, I can see that. But here's the thing:
0: so the Coen Brothers have tackled a lot of genres. One genre they have not tackled is sci-fi. I, if they could tackle sci-fi, I wanted them to remake a sci-fi movie. But like, I'm not gonna have them remake Blade Runner or because that's already the so thing perfect, or Inception <laughs> or Matrix.
1: Oh, can you imagine a remake of Inception?
0: Ugh. That sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> no. But the Demolition Man, and here's why. Coen's are good at taking a character with a very strong voice and putting them into another place Mm -hmm. out of time and out. Like this movie is all this movie has a time travel aspect to it. That's just not ever addressed. Yeah. Yeah. Demolition Man, same thing. Guy gets frozen in time, wakes up later. Think of all the wacky shenanigans that goes on, and the Coens wouldn't be stupid and talk about when it's the food fast food wars. Like, okay, all that stuff. Yeah. Give it to three seashells. Like, okay. Right. <laughs> like, but the Coens were throwing their own thing, and to cast it, I did Tom Hardy as the okay. main cop guy, as the Stallone figure. And because he's—I don't know if he just got nominated for an Oscar, but he's on this big. He's on. Uh, he's on a roll. Uh, Mahersha Ali as oh. the Demolition Man. Oh wow! <laughs> Why not? Okay, I feel like those two actors could fight in a movie. You did think a lot about this one. I did way That's too much. One. You
1: should write them a letter. I should i'm sure they
0: would love to hear (laughs) my pitch for them to remake (laughs) but uh before we get into next week's movie do you have anything that you need to plug Mm, just like
1: i you know like always find me on twitter Court uh find me at last gas comedy in austin for my comedy shows upcoming and that's about it
0: Okay. What about
1: you? I'm on
0: Twitter, at Punch with one T. I'm on Letterboxd, letterboxd.com slash one good thing where I try to write one good thing about every movie I see. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, but for next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I've been like freaking out about this. I really, the old, the first immediate movie that popped to mind, which I'm not going to do, unless you pick it later, is Inside lewin Davis because a cat runs away. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't want to watch that movie again. That movie yeah. is very sad depressing and slow
1: <laughs> yeah, so
0: i'm gonna pick burn after reading <gasps> okay which is yeah uh, another silly movie another more recent one yeah so and another do- very dark comedy-esque yeah i like movie. that so next week we'll be reviewing burn after reading
1: awesome i'm excited yeah and as always save room for movies. <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: International